0: All right, there we go. We've got the recording started. Welcome, everyone. Uh, good to see you all here today. Um, again, just as a reminder, um, uh, I'm going to present a bit on the topic today and then um, about 25 minutes or so into the teleseminar, seminar open it up for your comments or questions. So if you have a question or a comment, um just press star two, and um I'll see you uh, and um ask you know then ask you to come in and ask your question or make a comment. really welcome that it's really been helpful in our past tele to hear from people uh, some of them uh some of the comments have been very moving to everyone. The other thing is um Again, there'll be a recording of this teleseminar available to you. And you just go to my website, three principlesinstituteorg dot org, you write out three T H R E E, and go to the community page and then you can download any of the ten teleseminars for free. Well again, uh good to be here with you all again. And uh today, um I wanted to talk about self esteem and um Talk about it in terms of um, what uh, resources for, tel- uh, for self-esteem we already have within us. You know, out here in California in the States, um, there are a lot of programs to, uh, particularly in the schools to um, uh, ha- have children gain self-esteem. And uh, some of the Congress people uh, locally and in the state, itself uh, support programs to teach people teach kids about self esteem so what I want to share today is um, that um, there's really isn't anything to to learn or to get uh, from the outside for you to have self esteem um, we're born with it um, so how I see it is that you know we're all born in the principles and in that energy of, um, you know, love and understanding, of contentment, peace of mind, happiness, well-being, and uh, that's available for us at, at any moment in our lives. And what happens is when we get touched by that, and we start thinking about ourselves, we'll have we'll have self-esteem. You know, we start thinking of ourselves being. Oh, we're we feeling confident, or we're we feeling like we can handle things, or we just have a good feeling, and then we think of ourselves, we put ourselves in the picture, it comes out of self esteem. Uh, but basically, it's, um, it's a state of mind that all of us have a consciousness that we're all born with to, um, have these feelings of contentment and well being. And, um, what happens for people, uh, is uh again this innocent process of kind of getting taught innocently to um, look outside to feel good about yourself um, so uh, uh, you know throughout school particularly um, I always was evaluating how I was doing you know kind of got kind of got the habit of asking myself how am I doing you know how am I doing in this class how am I doing how did I do here, you know? And um, so this thinking about ourselves in terms of evaluation uh, is what begins to move us away from the natural born feelings that we would call self-esteem, the feelings of well-being, that we're fine, we're okay. Now, all those feelings um, are there at all the time for the taking, as I said in the title, we're not for the fact that we've learned to think our way away from it. So one of the culprits for um, not feeling your self-esteem is to is to evaluate yourself, is to ask yourself, how are you doing in your life? I had a client one time who was constantly thinking about how he was doing, and it was kind of like he was. Um, you know, having a running documentary uh throughout his day, you know there goes so on there he goes again, here I go again, you know now, what do you think of what I'm doing now and here he is at the store shopping, oh, he forgot something, and now he's getting down so it was like a running commentary, and um you know he wasn't feeling good, he was um anxious and depressed, and uh didn't think highly of himself. Well, all of us fall into that trap and the minute we do uh, think of ourselves in terms of evaluation um, we're going to easily be vulnerable to losing our self-esteem you know because the feeling of self-esteem is not form it doesn't have any form it's just this feeling and you know at times we will describe the feeling as we think about it in terms of love as understanding as peace of mind Um, and uh, but it doesn't really have a form it's just what we are the energy we are and um, when we start to evaluate ourselves we're going into the form of life we're going into the physical plane we're beginning to look at ourselves physically you know or psychologically and we look into the form, and then we have opinions about how we're doing. And those can manifest and stay with us forever. They take us away from a good feeling every moment. So last night, I see uh, couples a lot in my coaching practice, and I do a lot of relationship work. And uh, last night, this couple that had come to see me because they would argue all the time, in the session, in the in the office, actually got to a really tender, caring feeling for one another. And then they wanted to go and now solve their major issue. And you could see the minute they started to move in that direction, they got opinions. So I helped them see that... And um, I think, oh, before I go any further, I think we're all kind of tempted that way. You know, we get a nice... A nice feeling about us, and then we're kind of tempted to solve our problems or work on our problems, but or work on ourselves. Huh? And uh, yet, what happens there is we'll probably get into some opinion about ourselves or, or, our, or our lives, and it actually it actually um, it actually lessens the feeling we found. Same with this couple. So once it was pointed out to them. We could start to talk about how they wanted to, uh, just let the feelings itself guide them and not have to begin to think about going to solve problems once they, they felt uh, better about each other. They felt more understanding for each other. Then they can go look at problems. But you know, that's another piece of this. You know, I'm not going to talk about the principles today. But I'm going to refer to them. Uh, I'm not going to define them today. And again, if you want to know about the principles, you could certainly uh, look up Sidney Banks and read his books. You could go to my website. I have a uh, page devoted to the principles that could help you. But I'm not going to really define them today. Um, but you don't need them defined for us to talk about what we're talking about. But you know, there's feelings coming from our being part of the principles, our being part of mind. And in these feelings, we're guided. You know, they, they're they they're greater than our, our, ourselves. And um, it's it, in that feeling, you will have found your truth. You have found, in that feeling of well-being, you know you'll have found your <phone rings> moment of, of finding yourself again. And once, though, we get out to think about ourselves, we move away from that. So as last night I was telling, you know, helping the couple trust that being in tender feelings for one another, being in the feeling of love and understanding will help them. There's a lot of wisdom in those feelings that they hadn't really realized or made use of. And it helped them a great deal to see, first of all, that they could get to a tender feeling for one another and that there was a potential there to have a wisdom to help themselves out. Another way we get out of our feelings of self-esteem, the feelings of well-being and that we're okay and excuse me, goes to the truth that we um, are are fine in our lives and that we can get guided by our intelligence. Um, another way we move away from that is to compare ourselves, and that's another thing a lot of us have picked up in our lives is to do a lot of comparing. I mean, I see it a lot with uh, people who are becoming practitioners in the three principles. There are a lot of people now becoming practitioners that are doing very good job. You know, they they really see a lot, and they're in. They're moving away from their uh, um, traditional practice and becoming Three Principles practitioners. But I see it a lot in how they will compare how they teach to other people in the Three Principles community and get a bit insecure. And again, it takes them away from the feeling of um, of having this esteem of um, of. Of being able to be guided by the feelings of self-esteem or the truth of what we are, so comparing ourselves is a um, is a is a really powerful way to move away from the feelings of self-esteem, and it kind of captures us if we kind of think that um, we have to be a certain kind of person, you know, have like this what psychologists call a self-image, you know, an image of ourselves that. For example, um, we hold ourselves to be generous people or we hold ourselves to be a compassionate person or a forgiving person. And um, if we hold ourselves to that, the minute we're not, you know, we make this comparison, right? We make a comparison to being a generous person and the minute we're not being generous to someone, we get an opinion about that see so there's another way that we compare ourselves and that is to our ideas about how we want to be in life or how we want to approach life and it takes us away we're all vulnerable to operating this way there's nothing like looking at it as wrong it's just waking up to the fact that there are ways we have opinions about ourselves that move is away from the natural state of self-esteem, the natural state of well-being, the natural state of knowing we're fine and that we'll know what to do. Um, that feeling that we get that we we are assisted in our lives through the fact that we are a part of the principles that we are a part of mind. So um, uh, I hear it a lot with my clients, both in terms of my mentoring practitioners as well as my uh life coaching clients that they they do a lot of comparisons. It's it's kind of like second nature and it moves them away it, it moves them into feeling bad about themselves. So it's another way that we think about what self esteem is or we think about how we're doing and we get captured in um moving away from this uh, state of uh, self-esteem. So um, so there are ways that we have learned to think that uh, we don't know. It's just our thinking. It looks like it's us and um, it looks like we're not doing a good job. And once we move in that arena, uh, we get a little lost from uh, the wisdom that um, it's available to us to to know the truth of the matter. And so as we can see ourselves engaging in ways of thinking that get us to feel bad about ourselves, we might be able to pull ourselves back to this uh, natural state of uh, well-being and self-esteem. Because it's really there every moment. It's, it's there for us. And, uh, the, you know, and as we search in our lives outside to be better, we're, we get fooled. You see, we get fooled. Not that, um, again, not that there's anything wrong here. And not that you wouldn't want to maybe understand the principles more or see life deeper. But going outside to look to get better than where you are now, Is fooling, it's fooling us. First of all, it's a setup because the minute you're doing that, you're, you're, you believe you're not okay, right? If you're looking to improve, you're, you, you must feel like what you think of yourself now means it needs improvement. (laughs) You know, you, you need to get better at this job of who you are. So you have to be very, very careful, you know, when we look in that direction to improvement. That's why, you know, again, listening to Sidney Banks, I can't encourage you enough to do that because he speaks to this point that I'm making in many, many different ways. But he talks about, like, you know, stop searching. You know, the, the minute you set out searching, you're going to, you can, you know, you you forget that you have it all already. And you already have the truth uh within you, but you know we can't help ourselves i mean we you know you know we we would like to see life deeper, we would like to maybe feel a little more peace of mind, things like that, but we can look in that direction if we're careful for what the traps are um again, the minute we look in that direction, we may need to take a sense of um what thoughts are we having about ourselves that we are now taking a look here? So these are just simple ways that uh, we get taught along the way of life to consider ourselves. um, And in considering ourselves with thought, the power of thought, we create realities that make us vulnerable to to feeling bad about ourselves. And... um, Again, you know, it's that fine line between getting into that a moment of that peaceful state of mind, a moment of that serenity, a moment of that silence, that, a moment of feeling love and well-being, and, and actually being outside of yourself in a way, huh? not really considering yourself, and then in the next moment, thinking of you. And so as we begin to think of ourselves, we have to... Be careful there because there's a lot of ways we can think about ourselves that'll move us away from the feeling of self esteem. I know when I've truly had moments of that feeling, and they come a lot within the context of my work because, in the context of my work, I really get away from me. I try to get outside of me and really listen beyond my own. Self and so there's a deeper connection to i, I feel a deeper connection to um, life and to the my, to my clients i'm not so much in the picture and uh, but when I feel this feeling in life it's the same thing i'm not so much in the picture I just kind of feel um, all the on. Awe- how awesome, you know, the awe of life, you know. Uh, I feel like gratitude. I It comes to me in those forms, which are neutral forms, not so much about me, Mark Howard. And then once again, when I start thinking about, like, well, how can I keep this going? Uh, you know, how can I improve in this area? Then I begin to move away from it. Not that uh, it's you're always going to be in it, it's always there, but if you know what's going on when you're not in that feeling state, you'll, be, you, you'll help yourself a tremendous amount because we're, it's just so easy to create through thought opinions of ourselves in some way.
1: Um
0: so you know, even like uh, taking a day for us here uh, in uh, San Francisco, and um, you know what my wife and I do—we have lunch. And well, I don't know. We kind of got in the habit. We have a nice feeling the whole day, so we get in the habit of if we have something that we haven't eaten in the lunch, you know, we'll, we'll we might hand it to a homeless person for you know for them to eat. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, we were really starving this one Saturday, and we ate it all up, and now we're feeling bad because we have nothing to be generous. You see, we, we can't be generous in the way we think we should be generous. It, I mean, we didn't really get serious about that, but there was that moment of, oh my God, we can't be giving the way we wanted to be giving. So these are just kind of everyday things that come to us and if we know the score, huh? if we know what's up, we can help ourselves because we can help ourselves uh, uh, kind of just look back and wait for the feeding to come back. We can kind of see what the target really is for self-esteem, that it doesn't exist outside of who we are. It doesn't really exist uh, so much in Mark Howard and my thinking of Mark Howard, it exists in the fact that I'm connected to this energy that was before me and that that I am now a part of in my physical form and in my thinking that brings my thinking about. And again, once you bring that thinking about and you do so in a way that you're comparing yourself to an image of who you want to be or to other people, uh, it'll be a reality for you and you live in this reality. So again, I have a client of mine he just came in a couple of weeks ago, very, very anxious person. And as we were talking yesterday, it just dawned on me, you know, I, I said to him, you know, this is an na- Israel name. Charlie, I said, do you realize how much you think of yourself? I mean, he's thinking about himself, you know, he's worried about well, what about this? And should I go fishing? What if this happens when I drive? And, you know, my stomach feels a little upset. What does that mean? So, I mean, like, honestly, honestly, every thought he's in, he's worried. And um you can see the nature of thought. And then he gets there, he feels it completely. Thought and consciousness bring in a line. But it just dawned on me as he was kind of sharing just in a, I don't know, three-minute period of time, Uh, how much he's thinking about himself. You know, I said, Charlie, when you were feeling better in your life, did you think this much about yourself? He said, no, I didn't. I was really carefree. See? See? And and I said, well, did you enjoy yourself when you were carefree? He said, oh, yeah, I was having a great time. So then, again, this is just, you know, in the um, work itself, I got curious. What was that about? What happened? How did that come about that he's now thinking so much? So then we went on this wonderful discovery to see if um, in that conversation he can gain some insight into what, into the nature of thought. But all I was bringing it up for you is that you go, you see, people get so lost in thinking about themselves. They don't know that's really why they're not feeling good. Again, nothing wrong here. Um, We're, I think we're all vulnerable to um, this happening for us because it's kind of the nature the consciousness of, you know, the life we're brought into and how we're taught about life. And, uh, you know, I mean, evaluation of us goes on like, my God, very early on. And I see it nowadays in young kids. It's going on even earlier in their lives because... It's so competitive around here, at least in our area of living, in this Bay San Francisco Bay Area in the States, to get kids in the right preschool. So uh, you can see how vulnerable kids are to begin to evaluate how you're doing. You're not, you know, you shouldn't be playing with your toys. How about, you know, practicing a musical instrument? Again, nothing against it. I'm just sharing how it's easy to uh, get into... Get get taught. Think about yourself. To to take a look at yourself. To consider yourself. To look at yourself in in self evaluation and ask yourself how you're doing and make all those comparisons and forget the essential fact that you're you are self esteem. You are the feelings of what we would call self esteem. Again. They're formless energy, and again, when we point them with thought to ourselves, they look at, they look like self-esteem. And um, but they form this energy forms in many many ways: so gratitude, forgiveness, making amends, feeling connected, many 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 ways, feeling generous. So I wanted to share with you today a reminder that, again, being part of the principles, uh, being part of mind, we already have what we call self-esteem. And like I said in the title, it's there for the taking. It's there for you to realize moment to moment. It doesn't go anywhere. You never lose it. No one has less than anybody else. Um But we have been innocently taught ways to consider us, to begin to consider yourself in your life and um, innocently begin to create ways of using thought that can make us move away from the feelings of self-esteem, like making comparisons or asking yourself how you're doing or things like that. Now, I ask myself how I'm doing. Uh, Like, you know, um, when I get through with a a day of work, you know, and I've been uh, coaching people with the principles or helping them in their relationship with the principles, making a presentation on the principles, uh, I reflect. And, you know, there are things I see that, uh, you know, I do evaluate, but it's not serious. It's just there to see things, you know. I don't get down on myself. Now, early on in my work with the principles, that first year, I was much more serious about how I was doing. And now I just see that, you know, again, um, this is another piece of um, living with the principles. Here's the thing. You're going to call the day the best you can given what your thinking's at. So once I saw that, another product of self esteem, the neutrality of this, I was lighter with me because you know, you see there's nothing you can do better than what you did because it's got created. So whatever wherever your thinking's at, that's what you're gonna do. Now later you could see, oh man, I could have done better there. But if you can do that in neutrality, seeing yourself in the human condition, creating thought, and at times having quality of thought that would lead you to not act as best as you'd like to, for example, it's easy to then you know correct or make corrections. I share this in my um, webinar for the three B three P G C community. Uh, a couple of weeks ago about um, this process of uh, seeing where I went wrong with my uh, boss at the clinic when I was working for that major medical center. And the, I'm bringing it up only to kind of illustrate this point. You know, it came up to me through an insight that I probably was, I have to take some responsibility for my boss getting insecure with me. So I saw that i wasn't uh you know I did um go about things in a way that I could have gone better, but when it came up, it was nothing it wasn't like I got serious with myself or negative. it just I just saw that I wasn't calling it right. I also saw that I couldn't see it any better until that moment, and so now, when I see it better, I can operate from there, and I did. I gave the example in uh, the webinar. So if you you can go to the webinar on the 3 gpc site, 3PGC site, uh, Principles Global Community site, and, and and see and hear the rest of it. But all I'm saying here is that, um, is that um, the other part of self-esteem is that you begin to realize that you're just calling your day. You're calling your interactions. You're calling your work the best you can, given the thinking you're in in the moment. And when we start to uh, ask ourselves how we're doing, uh, we don't see that piece that uh, uh, we couldn't call it any other way because that was the level at which we were thinking. Uh, Now that we're uh, maybe away from that, we see it a different way. Well, we can use that, but we don't want to use what we're seeing now against ourselves, see? And that's another way to to, to lose self-esteem. I mean, these feelings, the wisdom in what we're calling the feelings of self-esteem could actually give you uh, a realization of you calling it um, incorrectly, And uh, so you want to be able to use that information, not against yourself, but for yourself. So there are times I'll drive home from a day at my office and it'll come up to me about how I could have gone about it differently or, you know, how I repeated it, you know, things like that, how I didn't listen well. And it's just kind of in a reflective mode and I can kind of see it. And it just helps. It just helps me see, okay, uh, so, all right, so then I can learn from that. So I hope this was helpful. So we went into different modes, but the point was simply for you to see and get a sense again that what we're calling self-esteem is really these feelings we're born with, these feelings of pure love and understanding, of well-being, that are there all the time, that you never lose a connection to and you don't have any less than anybody else. And to see that the only way we move away from that is to get into some uh, uh, thinking about ourselves in some style, how we're doing, comparing ourselves, um... Using an insight into um, how we did something incorrectly against ourselves, we're having a running document documentary about how we're doing, that kind of thing, is where we have a vulnerability uh, to move away from that feeling. The other thing is to get to think that we need to go get self-esteem somewhere. That we need to go find uh, another seminar that will allow us to to have more self esteem again, you see how that fools us because we already have it. The minute we go look for it, we think we don't have it, or we need more, but we've got every we've got all of it. we've got an infinite supply. So I hope that was helpful to you. Um, so I just wanted to check in with the people that are here today. And, um, again, give you time to share any comments you have or ask any questions. So we'll go to that now. Again, if you have a question or or you want to share um, uh, something for what you're seeing with the principals or for today's talk, uh, press star 2. If you you press star 2, I'll see that you um, have a handle raised by your Telephone number and um hear from you. So I'd really like to hear how the, today's going for you in our, in the, in the talk so far or oh. any questions you're having or any comments you'd like to make. You know, I really appreciate you all being on the call, and I hope it it uh, was helpful. When um, you know, one of the things I enjoy is um, these calls being inter- interactive. And I was listening to a few of the teleseminars uh, from uh, a few months ago, and um, I I just really treasured uh, people's participation because. There was just some really wonderful things. I mean, I think if you go back and listen to any of the telesem- teleseminars so far, I think this is the 10th one now. It's amazing. Anyhow, um, if you listen to people's comments, you could hear another beautiful insight being presented or another great thought. So I love hearing from people. And I think also your questions help uh, help us dialogue a little deeper with the topic. So um, again, anybody have any questions or any comment? Press star two. Okay. As we as I go along to the remainder of the teleseminar, press star two at any time if you have a comment or a question. Okay. And then uh, that does. I, I won't feel interrupted. I would really love to hear from you all. You know, it's an interesting thing. I was just talking um, with uh, Jamie Smart. I don't know if people know of Jamie Smart, but he uh, is in the UK and a big big name um, life coach, transformative coach, and he wrote the book Clarity, but he's really responsible for bringing the three principles to a whole lot of people, making them aware of it over there in the UK. And we were just talking a bit about this feeling of well-being and um, the feeling, in that we are that um, um, we, we, you know, we we are connected to mind, and um, we we have the truth in us. We 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 are we're really here in life to really look for that, you know, really discover our true self, and that. That's another way of looking at self-esteem that we have that within us. And it comes to us by a feeling. As Sidney Banks always talked about, looking for the feeling. And it's that feeling of, um, oh man, you know, it has many different forms of gratitude, of peace, of, um, of joy, of feeling awe about the nature we live in. And um, and that, that any time we move outside of that, it's really an illusion. It's made up. You know, that's what I shared with many of you a lot of times is that that's the first thing I saw when I re- realized, when I heard the principle of kind realization. I, I make up these emotions, you know. They're in a way an illusion and that's what we're talking about Together today, where we make uh, up ideas about ourselves, and then they look like truths, and then we live with those, you know, giving ourselves a bad time of. Oh, there I go again, you know, rather than um, seeing that for what it is, that is just thought-created idea about ourselves. And uh, just going about life and waiting to see more. I don't want to even get into that one because, you know, there could be that temptation of like, oh, well, I got to see more. But, you know, it's kind of like what Sid said to me that I keep reflecting on. You know, um, when I called him one time that I asked him to talk more about I asked him, talk about, can you talk more about death? Because when you mentioned that in a, when you were talking about that in a seminar, I really had this insight. And he said, don't be ridiculous, live life. And I thought, well, that didn't answer my question. But as I've reflected on that more and more, it's, it's really, it's really great advice. You know, just live your life, don't think about yourself. Because you start thinking about yourself, there's a lot of habitual thoughts we can, uh, bring to mind that will get us off track and looking at ourselves from a way, uh, from an illusion. It's really made up, you know? I mean, this client of mine that uh, was worried, you know, every everything he thought of doing, he got fearful about. It was all really an illusion. Who's going to know whether or not something uh, difficult or drastic is going to happen. There's, it's unknown. So why not just live your life and see that the more you think about yourself, you're, you, there's a tendency to feel bad or to stop yourself. You know, a lot of people create the illusion of self-doubt. So life presents them something that's a little beyond what they think their capabilities are, for example. Again, that's made up because you have an endless capability. If you're the intelligence of the universe, you have an endless capability, right? I mean, it's endless. You have an endless, infinite intelligence to be there to help you. So so a lot of times through this creation of self-doubt, we stop ourselves from life presenting presenting to us an opportunity. I tell couples a lot, and I learned this too, in bringing the principles to my marriage and my understanding to my marriage, that a lot of your thinking about another person or yourself could get in the way of the feeling that's there. See, if love and understanding is always there because that's what you are and that's what you are in it with another person, you're both connected to it, then the thinking you're having about each other can keep you from seeing it. Self-doubt is another way we think about ourselves that moves us away from self-esteem. But the other piece to that is it keeps us from the assistance that in, that our wisdom is giving us. So the more you live in thinking about yourself, the less you can see coming your way. So that's another piece to this that I hadn't realized until we started talking just now. So there is somebody with a question, and I'm going to check in with them. I don't yeah. have a name, but um, uh, <clears throat> could somebody just uh, share who they are? It's like the number 7770281103. Does that ring a bell for anybody?
1: Yeah, that's me.
0: Oh, hello. Who
1: hi. It's, uh, it? it's your cell speaking. Oh, hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I just uh, wanted to make a comment. Uh, It occurred to me that what you said that we're thinking about ourselves, and I noticed that um, um, quite a few people in the three-principal world uh, are checking how they progress with the principles. And they say, oh, I got stuck with the principles now. You know, I I learned it, and now I'm the same, which means to say that if they're in the same place, maybe it's not a good place to be. (laughs) Um, which I thought it's really strange, you know. Um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Why would you do that? And also, <laughs> you know, yeah, if you don't, yeah. if you don't progress, then maybe it's because you're not ready to progress, you know. You get, you get uh, the knowledge when you're ready for it. Yeah, so sure. I think it's the same, it's another aspect of the same thing, isn't it? You know, like, my, my, initially when I started with the principles, not long, it's not that long ago, it's about a year and a half ago. I went to these uh, seminars and I went to learn. But after maybe the first seminar or the second seminar, I changed my mind and I decided that the only purpose that I'm going there is to enjoy myself. So, because I think that there's nothing to progress, there's nothing to improve, just to enjoy myself. And probably when I do that, I am progress anyway, but this is not my purpose. Because as you say, nothing to improve
0: yeah you know I think you're right i think you know if you go to, well see there's a couple of things you know one is that so so one is that um uh, we in in the human condition if you have compassion for being in the human condition um we can be we can get into this pattern of um thinking about how we're doing and we could start to look at that in terms of how we're doing with the principles. See, we can fall victim to thinking about evaluating ourselves with the principle. And again, you know, I hear a lot of people, you know, and, uh, and me too early on in time say, you know, man, I still have these habits. How could I have really, you know, how do I need, I better learn more about the, the, uh, the principles. I better go to another seminar. And um, so, I mean, you know, if you're in the mode of uh, thinking about yourself and evaluating yourself, thinking about yourself in terms of understanding the principles will fall right into that. Um, but but, but the other truth is that um, there's a couple of truths. One is you already know everything. It's already within you. Um, and it, there's an infinite knowledge and... Um, Yet, there aren't many of us that have seen the infinite knowledge. So, you, you want to always stay open to the potential to understand the nature of these principles further. That it will come to you when it comes to you. Uh, and if you go to listen to the principles to enjoy You're probably in the best state of mind you can be in if you're going to have an opportunity to have another realization about the principles. And uh, if you go to find something, um, you're more likely to be in a. You're more likely not to hear anything because it's more. You know you're going to be listening for something rather than just just being there, just being yourself, just being there. And enjoying the day because you know, for me, whenever I went to a Sydney Bank seminar, I, I mean the, the you know what happened to me, I could not have even looked for, you know I, I couldn't have looked for it. It just happened out of the blue. So if you're looking for it, you're kind of setting yourself up. But I guess I think you also want to live softly knowing that you have just a glimpse of what you know. And uh, Kathy Casey told me this story. I wasn't there, but they were walking. There was a bunch of three principles practitioners walking with Sidney Banks one day. And he turned to them and said, you know, you all just know a glimpse of what I've seen. And... um you know, and and of course, people said, "Well, geez, you know, what we have seen has changed our lives. We're thankful for that." But the point is to you want to also have that have the humility to know that that there is just so much to see. But you don't want to uh, think about getting more. You just want to live, knowing that. Uh, there's more that can come your way, but you don't want to monitor it. And when and I love how you go to three principles meetings. I think if you go to have fun, that's going to be the way to go because you're not thinking about yourself. You know, you're not thinking about oh man, I need to know more about this, or I better get I better go to the seminar to get over my habits, or you know, it's just not it. You yourself are not so much in the picture. And in the way, if you listen to the early tapes of Sydney Banks, um, you can hear that at the end, people sang and danced. And, um, you know, at the end of a talk we would give at this church, in the very, very early days, um, people would then party. They would just dance and sing and, and be in that fun, just have fun. Um, so uh, thanks for sharing that because... Um, there was a lot there from what you shared, and particularly again to the topic of today that uh again, it's like you want to live life, you just want to have fun, you want that to kind of be your home that that you're enjoying life or you're living in a nice being state and uh, but but you don't you, you want to see that there's an infinite knowledge of just thought. Just thought, and it's easy for us to think we got it, and but we don't, we don't. But you can't keep going to say, "Well, I'm going to go now and get more about thought." You know, you just go, you just li- you just listen, you just listen and enjoy yourself, and you'll be surprised at what comes your way. You know, I, I shared uh, uh, on various. Uh, uh, videos or or, or teleconferences. I can't remember where it all been shared, but I I just want to share a little bit more about this. In that uh, we were, my wife and I were at the Long Beach uh, lectures that uh, are on video. They're on CD, I think DVD. I'm not sure how you know that are available for the public. And um, again, to see how it occurs to me, uh, if I was there trying to get something, I. I wouldn't have anything, but I was just there enjoying listening and and hanging out with my wife in the seminar. And all of a sudden, I got this beautiful feeling. Came out of the blue. I just got this beautiful feeling. I was just like, just like giddy. You know the word giddy? You were just kind of like uh, 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 full of esteem. So, and I don't know how that happened, you know. Uh, and I didn't go there to know, I didn't even know I could feel that way. You know, so I, now, now it would be a setup to go to the next Sydney Bank seminar and want to have the same feeling. You get it? I think this is what you're saying. You know, it's like if you go to these seminars trying to get the same thing, you're missing. But if you go to just have fun and enjoy yourself, man, you probably be uh, you probably gain a lot. I
1: think, well, I like thank
0: you so thank you so much. Can you hear me? Yes.
1: I think it's also related to the fact that, you know, exactly what you say about feeling and trying to get something. So trying to get something, you try to do it with your intellect, with your thinking. You're not trying to feel yes. something because you think. When you try something, you think. That's it. You cannot try with your feelings. So so if you try something, you think. And then if you don't, you just enjoy yourself. Your intellect goes to sleep or rest or whatever, you know, quiet down. And then you can actually get something with your feeling because it's a feeling thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, this is an interesting point too, you see, because... Um, so I think that... Uh, so this I'm just going to share with you what I'm hearing. I, I just love that you shared this, but it kind of uh, relates to what I was saying today about self-esteem. If you... Um, are creating self-doubt, then you will think about trying to get something, get a better feeling, get yourself a and that's kind of uh again the intellect in the sense that it's you having thoughts about yourself in the form. But if you can point for the deeper feeling of well-being, it's different you're not trying. Now, here's the thing. All the feelings come from thought. See, the feeling of uh, of well-being, the feeling of peace, the feeling of uh, love comes from must be created. And you get it because of thought. So, Again, we're, we're talking about thought not being so much thinking as it is the creating your the reality you're living in, which includes your feelings and your actions. But when you're in a peaceful state, when you're in a feeling of well-being and peacefulness, your intellect is quiet. You know, the thinking about yourself is quiet. But there's still thought. It's still creating moment to moment an experience for you. And that's something to be reflective about because um, any feeling you can have cannot come outside of the fact that the principles are created. Another way of saying it is the energy that is mine gets manifested within you through thought as a feeling. So you will have thought that we call intellect, but it's still created from the principles, just as you would have um, thought that we would say is impersonal, or feeling, I don't know, feeling that is um, impersonal. It's still... Must be manifested in you through you because of thought and consciousness see so um, so that's the that's the um, depth of what we're what we're connected to so it moves us away from considering thinking and different kinds of thinking. To just see that we have manifested an experience, and you know so i i don't I don't think this way, I'm just kind of sharing this out i like when I was in when I was in that feeling of just enjoying and that giddiness and that love and and just that wonderful feeling, man, I was in it, I wasn't thinking, oh man, this is the principles manifesting in me, you know, but it is it is. It is. To have that experience, I, it must be coming to me through thought and consciousness. Thought and consciousness man, allows the, the energy of mind to manifest through me so I have an experience. Today, we were talking about a form at which this energy might be manifested. We call it self-esteem, but these are ideas. These are just ideas that we're using uh, our power to think, to create, and we think they're real. But there's nothing more than the fact that we have um, this connection to the intelligence beyond the universe, the energy of love and understanding, and that energy is allowed getting manifested to us in an experience that we start to label And that's what we want to see because that allows us more freedom from these labels. It gives us a freedom from the outside. Just see, well, geez, we're just, we're just, you know, we're just kind of, we're just in this creation. And the feelings allow us to see. I don't know, maybe the direction of which you know of, of what's being created. But they, but the principles encompass any form you could describe to someone. The minute you describe a form, you're talking about thought. Wow, is it? that to wasn't too too deep for everybody. <laughs> like I, I didn't really expect to speak to this, but it's so important and valuable to come back to this deeper truth that um that through thought and consciousness we're manifesting an experience that we have moment to moment. So there isn't like um levels really. But it looks like there are. There are. So we talk about them like they are. But you want to make sure you don't get caught into thinking that they are coming from different places just because we talk about them differently. An example is people talk about personal, impersonal thought. That's just ways to talk about something. Uh, but really, all of that is manifested moment to moment through the principle. To them, the principles. It doesn't matter whether it's intellect or whether it's pure energy. It's you know, we to us it matters. We're making it matter. Well, I hope it was helpful. I, I I have we have to uh, close the seminar for for today. I think that in the sense that we got to this point. If anybody's curious about that, you can email me. You know, and uh email me at drmarkhoward at comcast dot net. It's drmarkhoward at comcast dot net. Um, and maybe if I, if I, you know, or, or maybe what you might want to do is just listen to the recording again. The teleseminar. Well, thank you so much. I mean. And again, thank you for that comment because that really helped. I hope clarify the point. And just stay reflective. I mean, um, so again, I want to thank you all for being here. The recording will be up soon on the on the website. And um, have a good month. And uh, I'll talk with all of you again in April. So again, thanks for being here. Uh, good to, sh- to see all of you. And I hope this was helpful to you. Thank Bye. You. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key.